Welcome in Hardcore College Football. I hope you had a fantastic Super Bowl Sunday. Obviously recorded this on Sunday, so uh, we do have some Super Bowl picks for you today, but hope you are having a good Monday. And welcome on in today. We have Nasty Natty Gaming, a.k.a. Daniel, onto the show to talk about EA Sports' new college football game. Also going to dabble into the college football playoff expansion talk. And he's a Cincinnati Bearcat. So for all you Cincinnati Bearcat fans out there, we're going to talk a little Cincinnati football as well. Um, hopefully you enjoy this and um, learn a little bit more about the NCAA Football 14 community on Twitch and also what um, what we can hope to see or hope uh, we hope to see in the EA Sports College football game that has announced that it will be out in two to three years. So that's what we're talking about today. Hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Let's get right into the interview. Welcome now onto the show, Daniel Holbrook, a.k.a. Nasty Natty Gaming. What's going on, Nasty? Doing good. Uh, feel honored to be on the podcast with you. I know I, I hit you up on TikTok, and I appreciate you allowing me on here. It's, I, I've been waiting for this, so thank you. Yeah, no, I, the pleasure is all mine. You are one of the more popular streamers in the NCAA Football 14 community, and this is actually ended up being perfect timing for you to come onto the show because we just got massive news that college football games are coming back. Uh, EA Sports announced last week around Tuesday that uh, they're going to be making college football games again. Hopefully they're going to have the likeness and all that figured out by the time uh, they get a productive game out there in about two to three years. But it seems they're going ahead regardless of the matter. Uh, what were your initial thoughts? What were you doing when the uh, the news broke? <laughs> so... So the, it was the morning. It was the morning when it did, when it happened. I forget which day it was when they when they announced it on Twitter. Another streamer, Daniel by default, uh, hit me up and was and, and called me on Snapchat. And and I'm sitting in bed. I work second shift, so it's it's early morning. But really, it's like one one p.m. in the afternoon or whatever it is. And he calls me, and I'm laying there. I'm, I'm I didn't answer because I was naked, <laughs> laying in bed. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I and I look at it. He texts me. He, he texts me and says, "They're coming out with college football." I was like, "What are you? What do you mean they're coming out with college football?" I, I jump out of bed, put on some shorts, run to the computer, get on Twitter, and and I see the post that everybody else seen, the one that says, "Thank you for being patient or still believing." And I was just like in shock. It almost I was like, "Is this real?" Because for how many years now? Seven years now that we've been hoping for another game and, and there's been so many trolls. There's been so many uh, just fake news and stuff about it. So when I seen it and it was verified account by, uh, I think it was what uh, ESPN did it or something like that. NCAA yeah, I ESPN I and forget. the athletic both came out with articles on it. Yeah. And I, when I seen that, then I seen the verified check mark on it next to it. I was like, Holy cow, this is really happening. Like it was insane to even like think about like it's been seven years, so that was that was I was I was just shocked. I was like like is this real? Am I still dreaming? Because I literally jumped out of bed. Now when it happened and and maybe the first initial excitement or the first initial shock was over, um, were you were you excited? Were you nervous that they were going to do the game well? I mean, what are those initial first thoughts? Because a lot of people came off two different ways. Some people were like, hey. EA Sports is going to botch this, and other people were like, no, we'll give them a chance. I mean, on the next generation, this should be a pretty good game. 
Yeah, that was, uh, so I guess when everything calmed down and I kind of just like, like just accept it, like realize like it's really happening. I was just like, cause I don't, did we find out? I don't know. Did we find out when, uh, it was, it was going to be on next gen a few days later, like the next day. Cause I didn't know yet. Cause I thought there was a lot of questions that first day, if it was going to be on uh previous gen or next gen or both gens, but I forget. But uh, when we did figure out that it was on going to be on next gen, I was just like, the graphics are going to be beautiful. That's what I first thought. And, and just like everybody in the, in the NTA community was saying, please don't be like madden and and it was awesome to see that one of their one of their first tweets or whatever it was after that when they released that they were coming back out was they're not going to be using madden devs they're going to have the nca community or the old i think the old ncaa devs they said so that was a positive thing and then i started thinking about the streaming wise to it i was like wow this is going to affect the ncaa community a lot because NCA is going to get flooded with new viewers. Uh, everybody's going to start streaming it. Like, and then when the game comes out, like I guarantee there's going to be big, big streamers streaming it. So I kind of took it as in a positive way where there's going to be new opportunity. There's going to be new viewers. There's going to be opportunity to grow. It's, it's going to be, I, to me, and like I tell everybody, I think it's going to be the best college football game they ever made. Yeah, I, I am pretty optimistic as well. Now, you have over 1,200 followers in the in, on Twitch, and, and most of them, obviously, because of NCAA Football 14. Um, we talk about that community. Let's let's talk about that community a little bit more because uh, for people that don't understand Twitch, uh, basically every game kind of has its own community. And, and when you're playing a certain game on Twitch, you get a certain following. But if you switch games, sometimes you lose that following. And... And so those followings are called communities. Can you talk about the NCAA Football 14 community and kind of how it's different than other Twitch communities? And um, and then also what maybe this game would mean to it. So, yeah, the first off, the NCAA community was one of the, like, moving over to play NCAA 14. I started off playing NCAA 11, and people started watching me there, actually. And then I was like, like that was where I started to begin to like, Hey, these guys are like super awesome. Like they just, you know, they just want to have a good time. They just want to hang out, talk about football, talk about their dynasties and things like that. They're very supportive. And uh, that's one of the awesome things about the community. And, and, uh, and like, I've been kind of playing different games like NCAA 10. I've been playing uh, NCAA college football, college baseball, MVP 06. And like I still, they still come over and watch that, and and that's what separates. I think, like you were saying, like some other like uh, games or other communities, like you can have a big following on one game, but when as soon as you start to branch out, you don't you start you don't have those same numbers and and things like that, and that's what makes the NCA community is amazing because every game that I've played, uh. I've I've had people there. I've had the same group of people that you know come and watch me, and plus some, and gain more. And it's just awesome to like how beautiful the community is. I, like I say, every stream at the end of every stream, it's a blessing to me and my family. Uh, it was one of the greatest move overs that I've ever done. One of the greatest branches that I've done. And uh, for the for the for the game that's coming out for the community, it's 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 awesome, awesome because it's also awesome because 
it's 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 this community hasn't seen any light for seven years and and we can be honest about that there hasn't been any light i mean ncaa ended and and for the fact that this game's coming out like i could when i was in when i went live that day that that tweet came out i could like i could almost feel like it's weird to say like like everybody coming in my chat, it was like I could feel light, I could feel positivity, I could feel smiles through the chat. It was it was strange. Like it was just beautiful thing that there's light being shedded on something that was forgotten for a long time. Like a lot of people didn't even know there was this community wasn't even there. Like nobody like when that tweet before that tweet, I guarantee nobody even knew people were still playing NCAA. Like I get people still up till yesterday that that are like, hey, I'm new to the community. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know people still played this. I didn't know there was this many people that still did this. So it's it's beautiful right. what the game has done, the new game's going to do also. Yeah, and then you kind of answered my next question there was, what was the overall feeling from the community? I mean, obviously excitement, but I mean, are, are more people on the optimistic side of things? Or, or do you think it's 50-50 on whether or not EA Sports will do this correctly? It's a... Uh, I've been getting a lot of feedback. A lot of people come in the chat, and that's one of the like the new people and 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 the and the same people that's been in the community that they come in and ask me. They were one of their first first few questions were, uh, "What are you expecting to see? What do you like to see?" And 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 a lot of them were just scared. The biggest the biggest thing I think this can go for any streamer and their and their feedback on their people. Uh, they don't want it to be like Madden. They're 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 scared to death that this game EA is going to make it like Madden, and it's and it's going to and they're scared that that's going to happen. And that's and if I had to say anything, that's the biggest thing that people don't want. Uh, but other than that, I think people are very happy. Like I said, it's a light shedded on this community. Uh, they're they're super like looking forward to it. I, I and and I think they're they're ready for it to grow they're I, like i don't know it's it's beautiful they just don't want it to be like madden and neither do i yeah that that's pretty understandable and and maybe can you explain because again a lot of my listeners you know don't really play video games that much what's what is the um what is the knock on madden in the ncaa football community what why do people not want it to be like madden i i don't want to knock madden i'm not trying to knock madden that's the last thing i'm trying to do uh it's just there's just something about college sports, whether it's IRL or video games, whether it's it's the atmosphere and and that goes with IRL and in it's inside the game. Uh, it's just different. And, and and Madden, I think a lot of people can even say this, like Madden has changed a, a lot. And and I know a lot of people say uh Madden has gone towards, and, and a lot of games have as we go forward into the future, and 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 it's it's kind of pay to win, and that's what people were. It's 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 more focused on mutt, or it's more focused on things like that, buying packs and stuff like that. And when when college was still out and college was still available, I know they kind of mentioned it in NCAA a little bit with the with the build the team stuff and stuff, but it wasn't the it wasn't. It wasn't the same. Like Madden has gone as it feels like they put ninety percent effort into buying packs and mutt and and spending coin and spending real money. And that's even with your Call of Duties, your FIFA's, your MLB the shows, everything like that. 
And college football was kind of that separation from where you don't have to pay to win and you can still compete at a high level and, and, and have fun playing the game. Uh, that makes sense to me. Now, um, I do want to ask you more specifics about it. But first of all, what um, getting back to the new college football game here, people are throwing out hypotheticals, just, you know, just kind of messing around and saying, how much would somebody be willing to pay for this new game? Nasty, how much are you willing to pay for this new uh, college football game when it comes out in a couple of years? You know, I never really thought about it. I think uh, I would probably say I'd, I'd be willing to spend up to $100, but I know it's it's going to be somewhere. I guarantee you it's going to be around 60 to about 60 to 80 bucks. but I'm willing to pay probably about $100. Okay, so I think that's pretty more modest than I've been hearing some people say. Some people are – Willing. And someone put a poll out the other day. Um, I think it was College Football Nerds on Twitter put out a poll, and they're like, you know, sixty bucks, hundred bucks, two fifty, or two fifty or more. And there was still like twenty five percent of people said two fifty or two fifty or more. So that's actually more of the modest um, responses. Why only a hundred bucks? You're not. You're telling me if the game came out and it was everything you dreamed of, which we're gonna get to what you hope it's in there in a second. But this game comes out, it's everything you dreamed of. Would you be willing to spend two hundred bucks on it, two fifty? You know, I think I, <laughs> if, if I'm getting it, no matter what the price is. <laughs> uh, but probably, yeah. If I'm thinking about it, like if I was just like if I didn't stream or anything, I I, I would, <laughs> I I I I guarantee you, it's going to be around sixty to eighty dollars because you got to remember the new gen just came out. You're, people are going to have to buy the next generation of the system. And I think EA and I think the video gaming is going to, you know, put that into a factor. This is not only going to help, you know, EA because EA is, is struggling, but I don't want to go too far into that. But they're, they're going to factor in people who have to buy the next gen of system. That's why the game is only available for next gen. So, but yeah, I would probably spend up to $200, but I would like to tell myself, and for the sake of my soul, I would only spend $100. Right, right. Now, do you think the NCAA football uh, 14 game is pretty much done? Or, I mean, what happens What happens to that game? What happens to the, uh, you know, to maybe the people that are a little bit less fortunate that can't go out and buy the next-gen console, buy the next college football? I mean, are, are people still going to stream NCAA football 14? Or do you think all the NCAA football 14 streamers um, are basically going to have to get on board with the new college football game, or, or they'll be left behind. It's kind of tough. I, I, it's when the when the game first releases, and if you're streaming on Twitch and you streamed NCAA 14, the people are going to want to see the game because, like you said, the people that maybe are less fortunate, or maybe the people that are thinking about buying it, it's it's they're they're going to want to see gameplay. So that. I don't think NCAA 14 is going to die because the game's been out for so long and been by itself. People are still going to stream it. People are still going to watch it. That first first one to six months, that span, you're if you if if you're a streamer, I I would I don't think you're going to get left behind, but you're going to you're going to see a little bit less things because people are going to want to see the gameplay. People are going to want to see what it's all about. People are going to want that. Uh, there, you're going to be a decision maker if you're a streamer for people for a lot of people am i going to buy this game based off of this content creator's content 
uh, what he says, your words are going to matter. So things like that. So that's how I feel about that. That's a that's a very good point. Just in in general, um, about how people start looking up. And I mean, I even experience this sometime when I stream. And and obviously, you have you know quadruple the numbers I do. So I'm sure you feel this even more. And and that is, do you have a sense of responsibility to your uh, viewers when it comes to those things? I mean, as you said, people look up to you. Um, people make decisions, financial decisions sometimes based off of what you um, sort of suggest. When it comes to something like that, I mean, are, are you expected to uh, to see a lot more of that? And what kind of pressure does that put on you? You know, I when I first, the one of the beautiful things about Twitch is, is that you're, like when I, when I remember my personal self, like I remember, you know, when I was back, you know, when I was younger, like 17 or in high school, 18, 16, I went to Twitch and, and I couldn't afford, you know, or I was, you know, deciding on games. Like uh, I would go to Twitch and, and, and watch gameplay. Like I was, I would have to see gameplay before I buy about a new game. And, and I do think, you know, I never really thought about it, but, I, you know, I've had people say, you know, I've had a lot of people say that I've inspired them to, you know, start streaming. And, and that means they're going to be start buying equipment and, and, and video games. They're going to buy NCAA 14. They're going to go buy Like, you know how expensive NCAA 14 is, Corey. Right. And 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 I so I've had people tell me that I've inspired them that, you know, I'm going to start streaming this game. So that means they've went out and bought the equipment. That means they went out and spent the money on the video game. So, yeah, I think and that goes for any streamer that has, you know, and no matter what the numbers is, you 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 do have, uh, you know, some type of responsibility, I guess, if that's what we want to say it is or some type of say or some type of, you know, you're a role model or whatever it is on what people decisions on, you know, are they going to buy the game, you know you're also inspirational to people that want to do I want to buy the game and then start streaming you know things like that so yeah I, I i do think that and i appreciate you diving into that i know that wasn't necessarily something that come up but i think it's something that a lot of streamers um you know have that influence and that responsibility for it so it's always interesting to get your opinion on it and and i honestly think just the twitch the sort of just twitch thing in general to me like i you know, I grew up and I would watch my brother play, you know, video games and I could enjoy a little bit of watching my brother play video games, but I never quite understood and I still don't quite understand um, really the entire Twitch market. I mean, obviously, I'm thankful for all the people that watch me stream and and I understand, you know, want, wanting to watch someone's gameplay before you buy a new game or whatever the case may be. Um, but I still don't fully understand exactly why the market is so huge for esports, but um but it is, and no doubt is, and um, and maybe if you want to comment on that real quick, go ahead. Yeah, you know, like I said, it, it, I remember not having anything. I remember not being able to afford certain games, and I, I, I'm in my in my picture. I'm thankful for Twitch because maybe I couldn't afford the game, but and and it also gets deeper, a little bit deeper. You're, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not all about the game. It's about you're able to chat, you're able to mingle, you're able to meet new people across the world. You're able to see some, some streamers get special releases where they can play the game early. It's like creating, like, and I say this a lot, like almost creating a friendship or a family 
And that also has to do with the streamer building that relationship and building that friendship because you're, you're creating a bond. It, it's, 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 it gets more deeper than a, just it's a video gaming, you know, things like that. And I'm very thankful for Twitch for that reason, because I remember not being able to have the games. I remember not being able to play the games. At least I could watch it. At least I could talk to people about it. At least I could be a part of a community and things like that. So that's, that's how I go into that topic and feel about that. Yeah, that's very well put. That's very well put. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty here of this, or I shouldn't say NCAA football 14 because it's not necessarily going to be NCAA. They haven't got the licensing yet. Let's get into the details of this EA Sports College football game. What are some things on your wish list? What do you really hope to see? I had to quickly plug that I did put out a YouTube video. You can find that on YouTube about my wish list, at least part one of that. Um, But Nasty, what are you hoping to have in this game? You know, I'm hoping they have uh, – I've had a couple people come to me the last few days. They want online dynasties. Uh, I think the graphics are going to be there. We're on next gen. We, we it, It's going to be there. Uh, recruiting, I hope there's kind of a little bit of mixture. Uh, I hope we're able to dive a little bit deeper into recruiting because I know I heard – I didn't play 13 much, but I heard it was a little bit in-depth compared to 14. I would like to see a little bit of combination with 13 and 14, but a little bit going to death like – like maybe even send a scout to a game or in some kind of crazy thing. Uh, I know they say they said in their tweet that they're going to focus a lot on program traditions. That's actually huge because you're you're not only playing a game, you're learning about every you know the over a hundred universities that they said they were going to use. You're learning about that, so that's awesome. But yeah, uh, dynasty mode. I hope they focus on that hugely. Uh, I hope they don't go to pay to winish or do I, which I don't think they will because there's still some uh, some and court and paperworky stuff that they're still dealing with. So I don't think we have to worry about that honestly. But recruiting online dynasty graphics is the big parts I would like to see. Yeah, and the recruiting one's interesting, right? Because it's such a hard balance I think for developers because. You know, you get people like me that are completely nerds and will dive into recruiting for three hours and, and still enjoy it. But then you get people like our friend MacDub, who literally never even clicked on anything in the recruiting aspect of the game and never wanted to do anything with it. So I think it's a hard balance to kind of say, okay, yeah, you, um, we want to be able to to basically cater to both of those type of people, and, and it's a tough thing to do. So maybe there's maybe there's just got to be a setting where it's like, hey, do you want to? Do you want to do the recruiting? Do you not want to do the recruiting? Like, there's a simple version. There's a harder version. I mean, it's up to you. I think something like that would be good because there is two different kind of college football uh, video game player. Right. I completely agree with that. All right. So let's go into the uh, the don'ts. What are what are some of the things? Obviously, you don't want it to be like Madden, but is there anything that maybe someone's even suggested that you're like, no, God, please don't do this? And what? How about this? What's what's your uh, feeling about Ultimate Team? You, or, or, or something of that nature. I, I, I don't want to see Ultimate Team, especially in the first first game back. I, I really don't. Just just because uh, I'm a little bit scared because there's a lot of people know that there's a lot, like I commented on, there's still some couple. They even commented on in a, a tweet that I've seen. There's still some lawsuit things going on. There's still some court system stuff going on with the video game if you know anything about ncaa they were going through all that that's why ncaa stopped and that's the fact that they're not using ncaa on their name anymore and stuff like that likeliness uh really don't wouldn't care for uh, ultimate team i don't want to see that that's 
And I, and I think EA knows that. I think a lot of people don't want to see that. Yeah, and it will be because it is. Again, it's hard because sometimes it's cool to be able to play with some of those you know older players. But as I mentioned in the U, or I don't think I actually mentioned in the YouTube video yet, but I tweeted about it in that one long thread that it'd be cool to be able to play with some of those classic teams um, in in a different way. And obviously, if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that we do some of those greatest games never played, where we matched up some of those awesome teams like Ohio State in 2014 versus the 2007 or 2008 Florida team or the 2001 Miami team with the 2004 USC team. We did those kind of things. It'd be cool uh, to possibly play with those teams. Well, Nasty, any more thoughts on the college football game before we move on to other topics? So what you just said, that would actually be pretty cool because I've seen that. Uh, I When I think of ultimate team, I think of pack openings and, uh, and stuff like that. But I know in some 2Ks, you're able to play with like the 1968 Bucks versus the 1990 Bulls with Michael Jordan and and, uh, and play now where you can go through the teams and just go 1v1. That would be cool. So I, I do want to comment. I w- that would be cool to see. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. So let's talk about you're a Cincinnati Bearcat fan. Um, they had a pretty good year, obviously, in 2020. Came up a little bit short against Georgia, but still, nonetheless, a pretty darn good season. Didn't make it in the college football playoff. Went undefeated, didn't make it in there. Obviously didn't have a couple chances uh, to to maybe improve their schedule or their resume when they could have played Tulsa. Um, But nonetheless, they didn't make it in the college football playoff. And so I always think it's interesting to get people's perspective uh, from the G5 side of things. Um, as a fan of Cincinnati, should the college football playoff expand and why? Uh, I would like to see it to like possibly six or eight, six maybe. Uh, I don't want to see it get out of hand where it's like March Madness because I just I think that needs to stay in its own lane because uh, we don't want to have like just just because uh, uh, Middle Tennessee State went undefeated. Well, that's because they were playing the Camel County Camels every game. That's not that's what we don't want to see. But you know, for these kind of in the middle teams, kind of like Cincinnati, that would be cool to see because Cinderella, like bring that Cinderella effect that you do see in March Madness in basketball, but bring that kind of into football because of those. There's a few teams that are always there in the year, kind of going back to the that UCF uh, team that went undefeated, and they were all about like we won Bama. Or like the Cincinnati Bearcat team this year, uh, that would be cool to see. But uh, that, but the reason why I would like to see that is because okay, you want Bama? Let's see you. Let's see you play Bama. Let's see you play Bama UCF. Let's see you play Bama Cincinnati. Do I? Do I think Cincinnati could have beat Alabama? Heck no. I think that UCF team that went undefeated a few years back ago. Do I think they would have beat Alabama or you know whatever? No, I don't think so. But it would have been cool to see and you never know that's one things that we'll always talk about you don't know you'll never know yeah and i think that's the hardest thing right is like there's there's you know if we're just playing the game on paper then then why do we even play any of the games if we're going to actually put the game on the field then maybe these teams deserve a shot so what i'm understanding here is you would at least like to expand the college football playoff to the point where if somebody goes undefeated they're going to make it into the field am i understanding that correctly yeah, if they have a decent kind of like Cincinnati had a decent schedule or UCF had a decent schedule, they beat a couple ranked teams. They they won their conference championship. They went undefeated. That would be cool to see a couple teams like a six six playoff or an eight playoff. That would be kind of cool to see. 
Yeah, and, and I just quickly mentioned when it comes to the college football game, um, I have said this multiple times. I'd be cool to let the um, the owner or whoever actually is playing the game decide on how large they want the college football playoff field. Since there's so much uh, controversy and dialogue about it, it'd be cool to be able to say, hey, I'm going to set my own college football playoff and, and set up how I would like to. So hopefully EA listens to that because that'd be, that'd be really cool here. Um, let, let's talk Cincinnati. Um, obviously, the last two years have been pretty good. They got smacked around by Ohio State two years ago, but otherwise they've been able to hold their own um, and play quite well. What are your thoughts on Luke Fickle so far? Uh, Luke Fickle has been a beautiful thing for the University of Cincinnati. Uh, uh, he's an Ohio guy. Uh, I know he coached at Ohio State, but uh, he, he brings that uh, – it's, it's you know, you don't have to be a five-star program. You don't have to go out to Oregon or Florida or Texas to get five-star recruits. It's a really, really, really – Cincinnati is a – if you don't know, Cincinnati is a, a homegrown, just tough, like just inner city kind of like place. Uh, and that's just how we roll. And, and Luke Fickle brings that in. And it's all over the campus, you know, built within or built in Clifton. He he does so good with recruiting in Cincinnati. I mean, if you look at this team, if you go down the roster, there is a lot of players from Cincinnati. There's a lot of people from Ohio or from the, uh, from the uh, tri-state. He does so good with that. And I'm so thankful for that. And uh, he, he's just been such a – he's been so good uh, filling that spot and bringing Cincinnati football back and putting us on the map again. So I think he's doing wonderful. Yeah, and Luke Fickle is an Ohio guy, but I grew up in Columbus and, and obviously played football at Ohio State. But, no, I think it's just – I mean, they talk about this all the time with Cincinnati and how they're able to recruit Cincinnati so well. And I think Cincinnati is almost – far south enough where you guys can still kind of dabble in the Kentucky and the Tennessee area as well as hitting Ohio. And and I've, I've heard this mentioned many times before is that, you know, after Ohio State kind of gets their picks, Cincinnati's right there to pick up anyone else from the state of Ohio. And there's so many good players in Ohio. And they talk about teams like Michigan and Michigan State who are kind of overlooking some of the talent in Ohio and, and going to other states and that's kind of been costing them and and Cincinnati has been right there to kind of pick it up and and they've had a lot of success I mean there's no doubt about it and and now they have a couple opportunities this upcoming year to continue to prove that they belong they got Notre Dame and Indiana on the schedule this year um, how are you feeling about those two games and, and if they were able to go undefeated you think maybe they could get in the college football playoff with that resume uh, I do. I do. If we if we beat Notre Dame first, we're going to Notre Dame. If we beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, uh, which I hope it happens because that's been on the schedule. Uh, if you're a true Cincinnati Bearcat fan, you know that's been on the schedule and you know that's been marked for three years now. We knew about this game three years ago. Uh, it, and there's so much. There, that Notre Dame game is, is, is around Cincinnati big because if you don't know, Brian Kelly, he left us. Uh, right before our Sugar Bowl versus that Tim Tebow last year, and that's been in our gut ever since. And I think we're going to go in there with swag, and I think we're going to go in there with like a, a mindset where, like, uh, hey, we remember what you did to us, Brian Kelly, and uh, also you stole our defensive coordinator this year. <laughs> well, you didn't steal yeah. it. Well, you know what I mean. But it's definitely right. uh, they also took our defensive coordinator this year. Well, that Notre Dame game is, uh, trust me, that that's the game. That's, that's the game we want. That's the game we're waiting for. The people of Cincinnati are waiting for it. 
And plus, Notre Dame made it to the playoffs themselves and, and did beautifully in the playoffs. Uh, if we can beat Notre Dame, beat Indiana, win the conference, because there's going to be a few American teams that are going to be ranked. I guarantee it. Uh, if we can do it, I think I think we deserve a shot in it. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And let's talk about Marcus Freeman, defensive coordinator, heading to Notre Dame. Uh, he, he did fantastic when he was at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's defense did fantastic with him there. In fact, for a while there, it was almost like, is the offense going to be good enough? Because we know the defense is going to be good enough. And then all of a sudden the offense turned on. But that defense has eight defensive starters coming back for 2021. You lose Marcus Freeman. You, you still feeling pretty good about this unit heading into 2021? And I just want to go back real quick to the point you made about the American. I mean, the American Conference is now with Tulsa playing really well. I mean, you got Tulsa, you got UCF, you got SMU. Um, you got a lot of freaking teams now in the Memphis, obviously. A lot of teams are starting to play some really good football. Some people even argue that from top to bottom, it's a tougher conference than like the ACC. What are your thoughts on that? Some of these teams could go into the ACC and, and could and handle business, especially because the ACC is very top-heavy. Uh, other than the SEC, if you think about it, I mean, uh, the Pac-12's kind of fallen off. The uh, Big 12's kind of fallen off. Uh, uh, we, we uh, you know, the American has built up. It's taken a little bit It's it's, it's since we came over from the Big East and, and created this conference. Uh, the, the Tulsa elite, I mean, Houston was in the top five a few years ago. Right. Uh, Memphis was ranked. They won the conference last year. They beat us twice last year. Uh, I, the American conference is no joke. It, it, it gets tough. Let's talk about the offense here a little bit now. And obviously Desmond Ritter's a stud. Um, you guys, like I said, didn't have maybe the most explosive offense until this past year. And all of a sudden just... It just went crazy. Desmond Ritter, I was actually harping on him a little bit earlier on in the year about he needs to show me he can throw the ball a little bit better, and then he ended up doing that. Um, is Desmond Ritter getting enough attention? I mean, is, is he a dark horse for the Heisman? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on him? Come back to me about the Heisman talk about after the Notre Dame-Indiana game. Uh, but the thing about Desmond Ritter is, and and maybe the reason maybe why he's not getting a lot of attention because I've watched him very closely the few years you know that he, he you know he's been at Cincinnati he's he his deep ball accuracy is a little rough but he's a elite player he really is his build kind of reminds me of uh, Marcus Mariota uh, the way he can just run effortlessly and then his build to being I think he's like six four man he's like six four two something or maybe 190, I don't know, but he is built beautifully. Uh, he's a good quarterback, but there's one thing about Desmond Ritter that I think that's kind of holding him about maybe not being known or something. Or uh, When it comes to uh, just being that guy on the field, it just you just kind of see it. Kind of You've seen it in the Georgia game where he doesn't grab the moment and, and, and control it, man. He doesn't control it. He doesn't. It feels like he hasn't he hasn't became that full potential leader that I know he can be, and and uh, hopefully he proves me wrong about that. But I, I would love to see Desmond just he he needs to just grab the moment and control it and set his and 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 just see. I don't know. It's it just feels like he's uh, he's not in full control. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the uh, the next step, right, for a quarterback. You know, it's one thing to be. A good quarterback, but in those moments, can you be the guy, right? Can you be the guy? So, what's your outlook for this year? I mean, what's what's considered a good season? Are we are we thinking maybe 
you know, 10 and two with two losses to Indiana and Notre Dame and running the table in the American? Are we thinking 11 and one? Are we thinking perfect season? What, what, what is our optimistic goal and what's our realistic goal here? Uh, realistically, I think we can go undefeated and win the conference again. Uh, I think Indiana is a one hit wonder. I think we're going to go into Notre Dame. I think they're going to be cocky. I think we can pull the win off against Notre Dame. I really can. I, and like you said, I think Desmond's going to take that next step. We're bringing back eight people on the defense. We're, we're going to, we got Trestle on the defensive side of the ball. I 100% believe with Luke Fickle and this football team, I think we're ready to take that step. This is, this is going to be that year where hey, we kind of held back on Cincinnati last year. Uh, now I think that's in their, that's in their mindset as a football team. They knew people were saying that, like, they barely beat Tulsa in the championship game in the conference. Uh, I think we're going to take care of business this year. I think we can go undefeated. I really do. All right. There you go. Nasty uh, giving you all right now the uh, the truth and the prediction. Cincinnati undefeated. Book it in. Win some money on the bets because it's happening. It's happening. Uh, it is Super Bowl Sunday, Nasty. So I, I do want to ask you here um, who you got in the Super Bowl and uh, and why. Uh, it's plain and simple. Kansas City Chiefs, because of Travis Kelsey, and you know why? Because he's a Cincinnati Bearcat. <laughs> Easy as that, right? He played like every position at Cincinnati, didn't he? Yeah, he was a he was a stud here at Cincinnati. He, uh, we had him in some stunt plays. We done some trick plays. He, uh, I swear to God, he never dropped the pass. Yeah, and he he threw the ball around as quarterback too, didn't he? Yeah, he threw a touchdown pass. Uh, he it was a uh, it was a it looked like a design run. It was kind of like a wild wildcat formation, uh, and uh, he he did that run kind of like I guess that's the Tebow play, where you kind of run forward and then you do the jump pass over the O line. Yeah, the good old jump pass. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, got Cincinnati. You want to have a sc- you have a score for that as well? Uh, for the Kansas City game. Uh, also, yeah. Kansas City. I think uh, offense is explosive, but uh, the score. I think uh, I'm not, I'm gonna say. 31 21 okay yeah it's uh it'd be interesting to see what uh you know i'm hoping it does a lot of scoring because i i hate these low scoring games hopefully we have two good enough offenses where we see something exciting but obviously this is hardcore cfb not hardcore nfl and i don't know that much about these two teams so i'm, I'm excited to sit back and just just kind of watch and see whatever uh whatever happens yeah i so. think tom brady just is it's just it's okay it's his he's the goat okay I'll give it to you, but I, I think it's time to see it back to back. I think it, I think Patrick Mahomes is the future of NFL, the name of it, and uh, I think he's going to put on a number. And I think a lot of people think I got him underdog because Tom Brady, but uh, I think that team's explosive. They won it last year for a reason, right? That, that team ain't no joke. They got speed. They're amazing. Yeah, speed definitely does kill. Well, um, guys, you can find. Uh, Nasty or, or aka Daniel he, he's on Twitter I'll, I'll make sure to include that on the podcast description and also you can find him on Twitch Nasty Natty Gaming uh, he streams not just NCAA Football 14 but he does stream a couple other things and he's he's on late night he's a uh, Pac-12 after dark when he gets back from work um, definitely go check him out he's got a very, very solid community he's also part of the G12 online dynasty which you've heard me talk about that a couple times on before but there's 12 streamers all playing in one single online dynasty. It's a really good time. So check that out as well. Um, any final thoughts for you, my friend? This is my first time doing a podcast, and I just want to say thank you. I really do appreciate the opportunity, uh, man. It was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I would love to do it again. 
Uh, I know sometimes I ramble on, but uh, <laughs> it was a good time. I really did have it, and I enjoyed doing this. It's kind of uh, especially just just talking about we, uh, you know, maybe a couple things that weren't about football. So it, it, this podcast stuff that you got going on is beautiful. It's really well done, and thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you did fantastic. I, I appreciate you coming on, Nasty. You have a fantastic one, all right? All right, thank you, boss. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, Nasty Natty Gaming coming on to the show to talk to us about the new EA Sports College football game, a little bit of Twitch action, college football playoff expansion, and of course, his Cincinnati Bearcats. So thank you to Nasty guys. Go check him out on Twitch sometime. Um, go check out everybody on Twitch sometime. <clears throat> but I appreciate you guys for listening to the show. If you got this far, please go give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, just share this with somebody that uh, you think would appreciate it. And um, if you want to talk college football, make sure to join the Discord or check me out on my website. And um, you guys have a fantastic one, okay? Have a good one, everybody.